You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You've had a long day at work, and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair, and relax. Ah. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door, and... Yes, the pets have gone wild! What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hi, I'm Bob Tart, author of the books Enslaved by Ducks, Kitty Cornered, and Fall Weather. Kitty Cornered is my latest book about the craziness of living in a small house with six cats. If you go to my website, bobtart.com, B-O-B-T-A-R-T-E.com, you can read the first chapter of all three books, and I've got lots and lots of photos of the critters. Speaking of critters, I have got a real animal lover on the show with me today, and it's Missy Hill. And uh, she has an incredibly long resume. I'm going to let you listen while she describes herself a bit. But she is a former long-distance truck driver. And right now she is the host of a fabulous New Age podcast called Galactic Earth Fusion Online Radio. This is a very wide-ranging and eclectic show. In fact, it's so eclectic that Missy had me as her guest back in December 2012, and it was an absolute blast. I say back in December, right now it is the 4th or 5th of February. I can't keep track of the days. All I know is the temperature. I can tell you that for sure. When I woke up this morning, it was a mere 3 degrees, and when it's that cold, the ducks, geese, and our hen ginger. They don't even get out of the barn. They don't even want to come out of the barn. Once it gets about 20 degrees, then we open the door and they go out into their pen and splash around in the pool. The hen doesn't splash in the pool, but the ducks and geese do. So it's pretty cold. Missy is in warmer climes. She is near Asheville, North Carolina. And Missy's going to talk about a bunch of stuff with us today, including a very unusual cat from her trucking days with her husband, Ron, and this is a cat named Soda. Most cats just hate to ride in a moving vehicle of any sort. Whenever I take a cat to the vet, it's like having a siren inside the car the whole way. But I guess Soda was quite a very different kind of cat. Missy Hill is also an animal communicator, which is very cool, and we'll talk about that too. Hi, Missy. Welcome to the show. Hi, Bob. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, it's great. Thanks for letting me be on your show. I just absolutely loved it. It was just an absolute riot to do. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. So you have three degrees there. Just wanted to let you know that I went to the WNC Nature Center the other day, and Nibbles, who was the resident groundhog, said we are going to have an early spring, just like Poxitani Phil in Poxitani, Pennsylvania, also said that they were going to have an early spring. But I guess where you are, your groundhog must have, if you have one, said you were still going to be in winter for a while. Our groundhogs are staying underground. They're smart enough not to come out. <laughs> They're not showing their face. So do you have kind of a, you told me you like Groundhog Day quite a bit. It's one of your favorite holidays, is that right? Well, I like Groundhog Day because if you ever saw the movie with uh, Bill Murray and also with Andy McDowell, who actually happens to be an animal lover, 
cover and lives in the Asheville area. I've seen her when I used to work and do chair massage over at Earth Fair. The reason I like Groundhog Day so much is I kind of look at it as, if you remember the movie, that the day keeps repeating over and over again with that Sonny and Cher song until... Bill Murray tries all different things where he's kind of, you know, self-centered and then he understands what's going to happen and he sort of manipulates the energy and then finally something shifts and he comes from his heart and he gets the girl of his dreams and the day changes and I kind of see humanity as having a collective groundhog day, if you will, (laughs) where... They're not getting off the wheel of karma, and they're not learning the lessons. You know, it was Einstein, I think, who said, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, that's actually the definition of insanity. <laughs> well, you know, I love that movie, too, and I, I thought it was not only very funny, but I thought it was pretty deep, and I, and I liked the way that, uh, in a very kind of subtle way, that it hits you over the head with a pretty inescapable message. So, yeah, I'm with you. That's very cool. But you kind of have your own... Groundhog Day with Nibbles in your part of North Carolina? Yeah, well, Nibbles was a rescue, okay? She was actually somebody's pet. And then what ends up happening when they get a little bit older, you know, she started chewing up things in the, you know, in the house and stuff like that. So she wasn't able to survive on her own. So we're members of this WNC uh, Nature Center, which is a lot of animal rescues. So when after getting to meet Nibbles last year, I just love to go out. And anytime Nibbles is out, you know, she did take her time and sleep, I think, through the month of January. But she doesn't have to be a true hibernating animal because, you know, she's well taken care of. But, um, yeah, she hibernates in and out, and they got her out. And, and they didn't really put her on the ground to do her shadow because there were so many kids there that I think she was a little bit spooked. But she had telepathic communication with the woman from uh, the Citizen Times, the local newspaper out here. And the woman from the Citizen Times said that Nibble said that it was going to be an early spring. Plus, I heard that the groundhog in Raleigh also predicted it was going to be spring. So so we're already in spring. Yeah, it can't come soon enough for me, that's for sure. I don't think we see groundhogs here past October. In September and October, they really fatten up. They uh, come to the uh, hillside where we leave, you know, mostly seed for the birds and uh, the turkeys when the turkeys come. And generally, it is the our resident groundhog or two who vacuum up all the seeds so they can get as big and fat and happy as they can before, uh, you know, hibernating for the season. So, no, ours will not come out, but um, that's okay. I do hope we have the early spring that it looks like you're going to have. Can you tell me a little bit about your background and uh, what's going on with you? And you also mentioned something about uh, readings that you're doing, so let's get into that. Okay, well, my background is I'm actually a licensed massage therapist, for one, so I have a background in the anatomy and physiology and things like that, so I've been practicing massage, but as time has gone on, I've also, I'm a Reiki master, and I even did, uh, you know, I taught aerobics years ago and did the, you know, the weightlifting and did the personal training and yoga and even pool aerobics, things like that, so I have the exercise science background, and God, have, have been in an out of energy healing work, all different types of modalities, you know, studying some homeopathy, Chinese medicine, flower essences, and essential oils, and I also work with crystals. But now I'm really pretty much, since the galactic opening, been doing pretty much straight energy work, okay? And the way I link in with the person is I can actually do these 
clearings over the phone. I don't even have to do sessions in person, although I do because, you know, people like to come to an impersonal session. However, I can work with anybody all over the country, and I do something what's called a 12-tree grid reading, which looks at the light body structure, the blueprint structure of the person. It, it's actually Kabbalistic in nature, if you know anything about the Kabbalah, but instead of 10 or 11 spheres, it's the 12, which was the template for the 12-stranded DNA, the original human, and I kind of feel that we've been kind of dumbed down to a two, three, or four-stranded DNA. You know, some of us have more, and the new kids coming in have more. So that's kind of what what it is, and uh, I'm able to go in and actually look to see what tendencies are, you know, emotional things, you know, patterns in family history, which is called miasm, because everything is actually held in the energetic field before it manifests in the physical body. So I don't claim to heal anything or fix anything, but, you know, because that's for a medical doctor, so I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm covering my butt there. However, it really does help with a lot of people and I myself, and I even do this on my animals, I'm able to, you know, clear up tendencies that I have with also the different herbs and homeopathy and things that they take. So that's, that's cool. what that is. And then for animals, I'm actually running a special right now, which is very cheap. It's a $22 mini session for animals. If anybody wants to have reading for their animal and a clearing, a etheric clearing, and all I need is a picture. If somebody sends me a picture of their animal by email and tells me a little bit about them, I'm not a psychic though, so I don't, I may be told what their favorite food is and what they, you know, like to do in this and that. It's not really about that, so I would say consult a psychic. This is more for their issues. And I wouldn't call myself the pet whisperer either. It's just whatever comes through. I can't, necessarily control what comes through. I just kind of link in with the pet's higher self and whatever messages I get, I get. But my email is hill, H-I-L-L, night, N-I-T-E, vision, V-I-S-I-O-N, at gmail.com, hillnightvision at gmail.com, and they can also access my radio show on Blog Talk through Galactic Earth Fusion, and that's also my website, Galactic Earth Fusion. Now, I also do the sessions for humans, and that takes longer, and it's definitely more in detail. And we can talk about price and so forth if people are interested in a human session. This is just a special thing for Pet Life Radio. What exactly do you do for uh, people's animals in one of these sessions? I am linking in with the higher self of the animal. So what's happening is beyond personality, the animal has, you know, they tap into their collective. My feeling is what's actually happening in the animal kingdom is animals were sort of a group soul that works on instinct, say, if it's a wild animal. There's a lot of instinctual behavior. However, that is sort of being retemplated now, as I feel animals, because they are working so closely with humans, are actually coming into ego identity or ego-individuated consciousness, which means they are becoming an I and an observer of themselves, okay? And pets, we know this is true because I think people's pets are smarter than their owners a lot of times. And I'll give <laughs> yeah. you, for an example, when I was at a zoo and I was linking in with this bear named Elvis, okay, and I, I was just feeding him, and this was at a place called Bear Zoo in Cherokee, North Carolina, and the bear said, so I know you think us bears that, you know, we should be wild animals and, 
and this and that, but why do you think it's so bad to pose for pictures and get your food that way? Because it's not so easy to be out in the wild and foraging for food and having to hunt. This bear was a very lazy bear. That's what his <laughs> owner was telling me, so he'd much rather perch on his hind legs. But he was actually telling me, like humans, there's certain humans that are changing the collective morphogenetic field, so things get better on this planet, you know, so we're not so warring and selfish and this and that. Because of the humans screwing up the ecosystem and all these things, some of these animals have actually chosen to work with the humans and to work with the ascension to retemplate the morphogenetic field for the animals, and that's what Elvis the bear and his partner were doing. You know, but sometimes they still have weird and sensual behavior. They can't help it. Just like where, us. Where, you know, that you hear from their higher self, but their lower self, which is the animal instinct, is doing what it does. Because let me tell you, Daniel, his son, who we got to hold when he was, I think, and feed Daniel. Daniel, I think, at two months, three months, and five months. And we have pictures of this. But the guy told me, the owner of Bear Zoo said that you cannot keep a baby grizzly bear in with the parents after a certain, not the mother so much, but the father after so much time because the father will kill the baby grizzly bear. Did you know that? Nope. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh, I, I did not know that. So I've had animals at zoos give me messages before because I know some people don't like zoos and feel animals shouldn't be in a cage, but the animals that are in zoos, I feel, have agreed to be there to educate humans. And yep. because some of these humans would never see any of these animals had they never gone to a zoo. So I think it's a wonderful thing. That's very cool. Well, we're just about at the 15-minute mark, so we're going to take a break for a word from our sponsors, and then we will be right back with Missy Hill, and we're going to hear a lot more about her very interesting life with Soda the Cat and uh, her experiences. So we'll be right back. What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right, but that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. X-Power is a global brand that offers a complete line of stand dryers, cage dryers, and multiple blasters that cater to both home and professional groomers. Designed to be quiet, lightweight, and powerful, X-Power pet dryers will save you time, energy, and money. The X-Power B2 Pro at Home Dryer is the perfect gift for family and friends. Please check out our specials at ViperPet.com and Amazon.com. For more information, visit xpower.ws or call 855-855-8868. 
Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Back, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Back today. Dyson, music to your ears. Brent Atwater, and I'm the Animal Reincarnation Authority. Join me every week on Alive Again and let me look at your pet's energy to determine if they're going to reincarnate. I'll be able to tell you when they're going to come back and what they look like. So send me your pet's photo and email me your question at brent at petliferadio.com. I'm looking forward to answering your questions on Alive Again. Every week only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys. Oh, in my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. You are back with another episode of What Were You Thinking with Bob Tart, and my guest is Missy Hill, podcaster with Galactic Earth Fusion. Is it online radio, Missy, or just we just call it Galactic Earth Fusion? It's, it's Galactic Earth Fusion on Blog Talk Radio, so all somebody has to really do is Google my name, Missy Hill, and Galactic Earth Fusion all runs together. Yeah, that's how I found just it. Google it. Yep, and you, it's there. Yeah, you got a great name. I mean, just put Missy Hill in and it pops right up, so that's very cool. Let's talk about soda a little bit because I have never heard of a cat that could tolerate being in a moving vehicle. So uh, tell me a little bit about, about how you discovered soda and, you know, what your life on the road was like with this cat. Well, soda, actually, when we lived in Georgia quite a few years ago, soda, I found her behind a soda machine in Elberton, Georgia, and Elberton is actually where the, you know, where the gravestones come from. There's a lot of granite there. I just happened to see her coaxing her out, but even before that, which was really interesting because her birthday is May 20th, on May 20th, I think we were, I, I can't remember the town where we were, but this is when we were living in Georgia, and there was a lake there. Oh, I just can't remember the name of it. But we happened to go in this pet store, and there was this cat screaming at me, and there was almost like an energy hovering over this cat, and it wanted to go home with me, and I almost felt it was like a cat soul wanting to come home with me. It was the strangest thing, and then I just kept seeing all these cats, cats, cats. So then I happened to find soda, I guess that was a few weeks later, coaxed her out from behind the soda machine. She was very pitiful, had kicks and things and had to, you know, get her cleaned up and go get her checked out and all the things that you have to do. And uh, I asked the, the vet at that time, how old do you think she was? I said, do you think her birthday could have been May 20th? Because they look at the teeth, you know, to figure out. And he said, definitely she could have been. Yeah. So... She had an exciting life, lived in an RV, and then when we decided to go on the road as truck drivers, she just happened to love the big truck. We drove all over the country, and she was, you know, sitting on the dash, and sometimes when we were tired, would actually even help us drive by putting her chin on the steering wheel when we were driving. <laughs> 
This cat also <laughs> hikes. She likes to hike, and even yesterday... I took her to the park, and she was connecting with the ducks a little bit. I was glad to see the ducks because I knew you and I were going to be on the air. So, yeah, she's had a lot of adventures all over the road. The only state that she has not been to is Vermont and, let's see, yeah, well, Hawaii and Alaska, obviously. But in the continental U.S., the only state is Vermont, and Ron and I have been there before because when we went to Maine, we didn't have to go through Vermont. Now, you emailed me and said that uh, when you were a truck driver, you are doing grid work, and I'm not sure what that is. What, what is grid work? Well, I was shown when we lived actually in Winder, Georgia, okay? We lived in Winder for about seven or eight months, I guess it was, after we moved out of South Florida. And I was looking at a map one day of the Four Corners and sort of doing some work with my pendulum. And it was kind of like I was drawn to the Four Corners area and I heard my spirit say to myself, you're going to do grid work and go back and forth all over the country. So I decided to get my truck driving license so I could drive with my husband because at that time he was driving for a company named Holox and he was delivering oxygen nitrogen and all these liquid gases and I really didn't even know what grid work was back then it goes beyond light work but it has to do with the planetary grid where there's something called ley lines okay and you have horizontal vertical and diagonal lines and they're like acupuncture points and these ley lines actually they hold memory that's why a lot of sacred sites are built you know on ley lines or line up to you know, different planetary systems. Like if you look at the Giza Plateau, the Giza Plateau is lined up to the Orion star system. And so is Tutankhamun down in the Mayan ruins. All these pyramids, you know, they have a purpose for how they're, how they're laid out. And that's why sometimes people can have uh, past life memory, although actually time, there is no such thing as past or future life because actually everything is going on at once. But they're tapping into another timeline that has a memory. So sometimes these have to be clear, just like you have acupuncture points on your meridian lines on your channels of your body that get sort of clogged up and you need to do like acupressure and cleanses and things to release the, you know, the the junk that's held in the physical body. So does the earth need these points cleaned out. And the reason there's so much yuck in the grid is because there's been a lot of trauma to this planet through war and even through things like strip mining, coal mining, Gulf oil spills and Fukushima reactor things and all the different things that go on causes trauma to this planet and there's those of us that have to do this grid work through our loving intention to clean this out. By the way, the animals, I think, do grid work too. Like I was connecting with the penguins and the sea turtles when we went to Gatlinburg, the Ripley's Aquarium, and I love the penguins so much because they have such a big heart and they're just so smart. These penguins are really smart and they really like humans. And, you know, when they're swimming around, you know, and whales too, people think, why do they swim in certain patterns? I mean, my feeling is they're doing grid work. It's like a sonar type of grid work that they're doing, whether they're conscious or not conscious. So how did Soda like being part of this and and being in the truck? And what do you think she contributed to this whole experience? Oh, yes. I think she loved it. 
she still loves it, and she actually pouts does she not get to go on vacation regularly. So whenever we go somewhere, you know, day trips or whatever, we're going to be gone for a while or overnight trips, we don't take too many long trips anymore because we have seven cats. Six are inside and one is outside, but Soda still needs to remember of the time when she was by herself because she did really not want these other cats. That was not part of her agreement. You know how that goes. But um, um, she just loved it. I mean, loved to go to the different places, loved to go, you know, hiking and say we were out in the desert or we were, you know, like in Sedona. And one time we found a hot springs and I even took her swimming in the warm water. I just kind of held her there. She didn't mind it too much because the water was so warm. Wow. And would some of the other folks that you meet uh, while you were on the road, how did they get along with Soda, and how did she do with them? Was, was she sort of an ambassador, in a way, for you? Yes, she did, and she still is. Like, any time we take her out then or now, people are always asking questions, and she doesn't get too scared. The only thing that will scare her is lots of dogs and people and, say, bicycles and things like that. Like, if there's crowds, she doesn't do great in crowds like if she's hiking or whatever then she'll want to ride on your shoulder but she actually will hike on a leash because wow. i trained her young and actually all my cats wear a harness and you know right now even like after the radio show i promised them they'd go out today chew grass and get their nails done today's <laughs> going to be a spa day for them where they you know get like a sponge bath and i brush them and i do their nails because their nails need to be done you know i don't declaw them or anything but and sometimes when I'm giving them treats, their nails are so long that they get me. So it's time to do their nails. Soda loves it. I'm telling you, she just loves to travel. When did you first find out that you had these animal communication skills? Well, let's see. Probably I really started tuning into it more with Soda because I was getting downloads where I could read her thoughts. Not that I didn't have it before, but it seemed like when I left Florida, I felt like my whole life changed because, you know, we got rid of everything. We lived in an RV and our life was simple. So I was able to pay attention more to these messages from animals. I mean, even bugs would talk to me. It wasn't just cats or zoo animals. I mean, I even had like praying mantises talk to me and dragonflies. You know, it's the, uh, it's like the collective spirit of the animal. And I'm not, I'm not thinking what the name of it's called. But with Soda, this one time I heard from Soda, I was talking about pizza and somehow Soda knew about anchovies. And she said, <laughs> well, when you go to Little Italy, I want to try anchovies because she likes fish. So we happened to go, and, and, you know, sometimes you think you're losing it. I'm telling you, when you have this weird stuff go through your mind, which I call electrical dama streaming. Oh, by the way, the word for the collective animal spirit is called the devakin. I'm remembering now. That's what it's called. It's called the devakin. So, uh, like, of uh, the David kingdom. So when we go to Little Italy, we order our pizza. The waitress happens to see our cat in the car. She's like, oh, that your cat, she's so cute. Would she like to try some sardines? <laughs> and Ron and I just kind of looked at each other. Well, anyway, I gave the sardine. I mean, not sardines, the... Um, anchovies. Anchovies. Yeah, she loves sardines, by the way. I gave the anchovies to Soda, and she did try a bite, but then she didn't want to eat any more of it because she said it was too salty. Oh, I wonder if she was... Do you think she was communicating with the waitress, or how, how do you think the message got through? 
I have no idea. Maybe. Maybe I you all really were. never got that. It's just I saw it as a coincidence and synchronicity. Right. But it was more for me to trust that, yes, I heard from Soda saying that she wanted anchovies. Yeah, yeah. She actually knew that I was going to be doing this show, and she wanted me to do a session for her, you know, these readings that I do for her before the show. She was kind of upset that I was doing one for my cat Cinnabar yesterday because Cinnabar has some issues with wanting to go out and screaming and, you know, some, I think she's actually got some, like, leaky gut issues going on, too, and, you know, she has to take enzymes. I really don't know because I don't know her whole history because she sort of just showed up. I think she actually just meowed, too. I just heard somebody meowing. Although I was feeling like, in a way, this thing from Soda, I don't know if it was like a jealousy, like, how dare you do anybody but me first? I'm thinking, well, Soda, you don't have any issues. You don't need to be done. (laughs) And then I had her come in here with me, and she was fine after that. And I said, you know, I'll be talking about you more than anybody else, probably, on Bob Tart's show. That's right. Although I'd love to bring Freya into the equation if we have time. Well, we're just about at the bottom of it. So if you have a quick story, go ahead. We got about two minutes. Okay, well, Freya happened to come to us with her two kittens, and these were kittens that I had actually seen. Actually, this is a longer story. We'll save it for another time. Yeah. But just that these kittens, I was concerned about them at the S-curve, and she happens to show up in the yard trying to make friends with me and my husband, and we said, no, 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 you're beautiful, but then... Like a couple days later, she actually brought her kittens to the door, and they never left. Oh, so I'll tell you the rest of her story another time. That's cool. Well, this is such a great show, and I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface of the surface. But what's cool about that is it's going to get all the listeners interested, and they will be flocking to your uh, website to uh, hear your podcast. So give me the podcast info again for uh, Galactic Earth Fusion. It's uh, on Blog Talk Radio, but all you have to do is Google Galactic Earth Fusion and my name, and you'll get not only the shows, but you'll also get, you know, my website. My email is Hill, H-I-L-L, Knight, N-I-T-E, Vision, V-I-S-I-O-N, at gmail.com, Hill Knight Vision at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook page. They can like the Galactic Earth Fusion Facebook page. That would be great. And they can friend me on Facebook, Missy Hill. Okay, they'll probably find me. I can't give you the address for my Facebook, but if they find, you know, through you, they can probably find me. Yep, that's very cool. Well, thanks so much, Missy. It's really fun talking to you. It reminds me how much fun I had uh, when I was on your show, too. So you're just a great guest, and I appreciate your being on. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to contact me, you can send me an email at bob at petliferadio.com and my website is just bobtart.com b-o-b-t-a-r-t-e.com for info on my books the first chapter of all three books and lots of pet pictures thanks so much to my fabulous producer mark winter for uh, putting up with me and my procrastination and all my other neurotic tendencies and thanks to you for listening so uh bye-bye from what were you thinking Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.